what's going on guys uh, hopefully you guys are all doing good i know we're doing good uh small game season is going on right now but other than that not much we're just getting ready for the the year basically so uh i know there's some 3d stuff going on some target shooting if you guys are into that but uh other than that man we this is like a good point for me and matt to sit down and we have a quick little episode just about our goals i mean nothing crazy nothing you know extravagant you know but we just want to set some simple goals and kind of just lay it out there so we'll see how the season goes and how we progress and all that so uh let us know if you guys have any goals or anything you guys want to do this year and stuff and we'll see if we can uh, attain them together and stuff but uh hopefully everybody's doing good uh and then they have a really good year so far or all that so if you got any small games send us some pictures or something whatever so uh thanks for listening stay tuned welcome back to the generation hunt podcast uh today it's joe and i we're talking a little bit uh upcoming goals i mean with the new year and everything uh we just kind of want to talk and see what our goals were for for this year but joe how's uh how's everything going so far uh in uh, 2023 uh good just a slow year i mean i haven't really gone out and done anything outdoorsy i guess in a sense i mean i've done some archery stuff but I've done no archery stuff. Um, I've taken the dogs out, but it's been a rough early season go for the dogs. I can tell you that much. Um, today and yesterday, we finally got some good weather, but outside of that, uh, yeah, it's been slow outdoorsy, I guess, wise for me. Yeah, it's just been super like gloomy or just wet. Well, the good days, like I've had with a good sunshine, I've had to go to work, so... I need uh, Mother Nature to figure out my work schedule so she can get it right. Because these gloomy, rainy, snowy days on my days off are not ideal. Yeah. It's been a minute since you've been on. I mean, when's the last episode? Was it Elliot? Yeah, that was the last time you and I were together. You've had a couple episodes with uh, a couple guys since then, but I've been busy, obviously. Yeah. But, I don't know. So... That's good. I mean, busy is good. But. Uh, it's busy, not really accomplishing a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been out. Um, I haven't even attempted to go shed hunting. I think it's still a little early for that. Um, awesome. Like I said, I've taken the dogs out. Ice fishing has been non-existent because of the awful weather. So, yeah, I've just been busy, but not just really accomplishing a whole lot. Yeah. I mean. So, I mean. We'll jump into talking about some of our goals. I mean, so for, I think my goals are split up into kind of three seasons. I mean, I'm going to split them up into my small game slash beagle season, my turkey season, and then my deer season. I think those are the three main ones there. Um, I'm not going to have, well, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll even have a habitat management goal this year. So I've already kind of worked with um, my buddy Shawnee, and we're going to try to come up with uh, a bit of a solution to our food, our lack of food issue we've got going on. But, uh, yeah, so I guess, I mean, I've got a bunch of goals this year. I didn't, up until now, I didn't really think about all the kind of things I wanted to accomplish uh, this year. So I think that's would be kind of interesting. Yeah. This is kind of a spur of the moment, sit down and, and talk, and, and Joe was just like, well, let's just talk about some goals. But 
up until just now, I didn't really, I didn't really think about some of the things that I had planned or wanted to achieve for next year until just, you know, today. And I, I want to say they're more like goals and this maybe not like revolution or what is it? New year's revolutions or whatever. Resolutions. Resolutions. I I don't know. I, I hate that shit because it's just like, Oh, I'll wait till new year to be a new me, you know, but I'm just saying I want to basically break down what I want to accomplish this year and what I can approve on for sure. And all that. That What, uh, I mean, so I know you you don't have a ton of control over kind of how things work at your lease. You know, we've talked about that before. So is one of your goals to um, maybe expand, either find a different lease or not a different one, but another one or expand into more? I, 100% like I keep pigeonholing myself and just staying on that because like it's not that I don't want to hunt there anymore. I just like. I just keep uh, staying there. It's hard to leave deer to when you have deer, you know what I mean? And then you're just chasing a certain one. So I think I definitely want to pick up more tracks. Maybe I keep saying I want to do the public land stuff, but, like, maybe just pick up another sectional or something just to get my head clear from that place because that place has just been driving me nuts. Just... Well, it's hard because, you know, it's a place to hunt, which you don't want to take for granted. It's just, I, outside of hunting, like I, I enjoy the off season stuff of being able to go out and put in food plots and, and, you know, maybe, you know, thicken up some bedding areas, whether it be hinge cutting or things like that, or even then kind of clearing some stuff out for other things like rabbits or, you know, maybe making some habitat, some, uh, hatching habitat for turkey and stuff like that. I, I enjoy that aspect of hunting, and I think that's one aspect that you don't necessarily, you don't really get to do, I guess, where you're there. Um, yeah. We have some freedoms that we can do, but there's some limitations on some stuff. Like, there's really no good place to put a food plot, you know, on that. Well, you're also surrounded by, it's not like you're, you're the way the property's set up is, just woods butted up to a ag field. Yeah. I mean, so I, I I don't know that. And and to be honest, you know that field right on the main road right there, and the other main, you know, the main one, the S curves. Mm-hmm. They had like winter weed in there. Even if I had food plot, I mean, unless That's I had it, yeah, you can't compete with that. And there's so many deer out there. I think it would demolish it. So yeah, I think yeah, there's could be a little bit of habitat there. Maybe just strategic stuff just maybe more scrapes or something mock scrapes or something like i can do or something but like you said i think i really want to pick up another lease or parcel or something and maybe i mean hit part but i really want to go out of state that's like my number one well, we are going out i know i'm saying like just another one i would like to go on like at least two i want to try to hunt two states maybe take one deer out of state that's that's a big goal for me. I mean, that's probably my biggest one to accomplish. So, are you gonna go out of state by yourself, or are you gonna try to get convinced? Like, if someone doesn't go with you, or you can't convince someone else to take a weekend or a week off to go out of state, do you think that you'll still go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I I gotta stop 
relying on people and like you've heard of me say out west like i always rely like kept asking people and no one ever wanted to go and yeah so i just went on my basically my own kind of in a sense so like i think i just needed to go out there and like i have a really good buddy um brett from andrew outdoors and all that um he went out and got a nice deer out of state and like he's been kind of a motivation for me and and he went out to kansas and he struggled a little bit there but like I was like, man, these guys are just, you know, hunting just like us, you know, and bam, they're getting it done. So I'm not saying it was easy or nothing, but. No, I mean, our Kansas trip will be a little different because it's kind of like uh, semi-guided, I guess, because we're, we'll have a place to stay. There'll be stands set up um, and we'll have property to hunt, but like, we have to like make our own meals kind of thing. I don't know. It's a weird situation, but there's good deer there. Um, I think that we'll see, and I think you'll get a chance at a, at a good buck there. I hope so anyways. Um, but I mean, that's a lot different than public. Right. You've got to go find deer. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. It's a lot more difficult when you got to go to a whole nother state and try to locate uh, mature. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm talking, you know, a, a three and a half or older deer. You know, for some people that's not mature, but for me, a, a three and a half, you know, 125, 130 inch deer or bigger, uh, that that's that's gonna make me happy. And and I I'm probably gonna shoot that in just about every state that I'm I'm hunting in. Huh? I mean. What would one of your biggest goals this year you think would be? Um, for deer, um, man, I really want to put a 125-inch Michigan buck on the ground. I mean, it's nothing huge. Doesn't exist. But uh, <laughs> that that's really, you know, I'd like to really move out of that two-year-old range and move into that, that three-year-old buck range, three or four or older, and, and shoot – a nice 125, 130-inch Michigan deer. In Kansas, I mean, yeah, I mean, things might be a little bit different, but, uh, you know, if I see 100, might, it's different. When you go out to Kansas, your expectations are a little bit different because in one week out there, you, in my opinion, a week in Kansas, you have a better odds at shooting 130-inch deer um, even on public land than you do an entire season in Michigan. And and I know some parcels here in Michigan are a little bit different, but it, it's just my experience with the one time I went down there. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a realistic goal. I mean, it's not like, oh, I want to shoot a booner. And like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had some, uh, you know, experiences where I had 150, you know, 140, 150-inch buck that made it through this year and I knew it was still alive, then, yeah, maybe I'd set my targets there. I mean, I've got two really nice bucks that I think are two and a half that just showed up in the last week that made it through season that if we can convince them to hang around and, you know, come by us during bow season or even gun season, then, you know, that, that I, I'd say I have a pretty good chance of making my goal. Um you know, but for, I guess, to kind of help achieve that goal, we talked about how I wanted a, a bit of a management type goal or a habitat management goal. So 
I'm pretty sure most of you guys have heard that I've I've complained about where I hunt being really really wet. Um, so we struggle with food. We have all the bedding in the world, but but not a, a ton of food. Well, this year it was drier. It was a lot more dry than it has been in years past, and we probably could have got away with throwing some food plots down, but we didn't spend the money because past history shows that as soon as September rolls around, it's going to rain real heavy, and it's going to flood all my food plots out, and uh, it's just a lot of money and time wasted. So this year for Habitat, what I did is I made some trails that cut through the property. Um, next year, the plan is to kind of extend some of those trails as opposed to being just walking to and from each stand and making it easier i'm going to make it to where we're now trying to direct deer a little bit more to come by us but we're also because in the summer the property dries up enough that we can get a little bit of equipment back in the woods and not have to worry about getting it stuck so uh me myself and shawnee who we brought on this past deer season, we're going to try and uh, rent one of them mini backhoes or like excavators, and we're going to move dirt from one area over to another probably quarter acre section um, and try to bring that soil level up two, three, four inches if possible. So what it's going to do, though, is it's also going to create a pond um, uh, on one side, it's just gonna it's gonna have a, a small pond in an area that's pretty wide open. So, it's in my head. This is my thought process: is it's going to uh, it's gonna open up a water source that wasn't necessarily there before, but it's also gonna allow us to put a food plot in without it getting flooded out. So, that's uh the theory behind it we'll see i guess kind of how the uh the actual practice of that goes hey anthony what's up Hi. <laughs> we got a surprise guest we kind of ran long just push that we ended up spending uh there you go. far too much time upstairs yeah we're trying to amount. amounts so we're just He's just hopping on just for a minute. We're just doing a small little goals episode, so. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You got any goals this year? <sighs> Work less. Oh, fuck. More. Fish more. You playing the Powerball? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I'm sure I got some tickets in my pocket. I've only ever played it once. You'll be amazed now I didn't win, but. You didn't win the Powerball? Look at that. See, you got yeah. lotto tickets and everything. My... Back to goals, I mean, so my my small game goal, I mean, as you guys have probably heard me talk about my beagles all the time, and now I have two, um, is to just get that puppy to, to start circling rabbits, to get on them. It's been a bit of a chore this year. It, I think it's been more difficult with the second dog than it was the first dog. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it a lot easier since you have a dog that already knows what to do? Can it, so it can kind so of. So that's like what I was thinking. Monkey so, see, monkey do. So. Yeah, except for the female, does this weird thing that I'm I'm not sure how to break yet, where she, uh, so she listens well. She listens better than he does, but you can tell she's young. She's just out there, kind of just moseying around, and then occasionally she'll put her nose down, but she doesn't know what she's smelling for. So, um, 
when Remy does get on a rabbit, what almost regularly happens is he'll start barking, and for whatever reason, this puppy will then start barking, but she's not on any trail. She's just barking because he's barking. Well, because he's still young, as soon as he hears her barking, he'll, like, for whatever reason, get all confused and, like, go to her. Mm. So then it pulls him off. So then it's just kind of a... It's been a bit of a cluster of me trying to figure out how to navigate around that. But now that we have some snow, what I might end up doing is just taking her out alone a couple times to get on a little bit more scent. Um, but I also I got to start shooting rabbits. That'll be the bigger thing because once they once once you start shooting them and and I actually had this experience. I went out and um, we finally shot a rabbit, and there was an immediate uptick in the way she acted. But, you know, I got to stop not shooting them. That's the biggest issue is I keep, we'll kick them out. And I'll, I, for whatever reason, I keep thinking that, oh, Remy will just go circle them around. And then he does what he's supposed to. And then she starts barking and messes, you know, gets him all mm-hmm. confused. So. Damn. That's the biggest thing I got going for me this. Hopefully you just get better weather. I mean, this is from the moment. As long as the snow stays, we'll be fine. It's supposed to stick. I mean, we're supposed to have, like, below zero days next week. I know. My ice fishing's about to pick up. I just bought that flasher specifically for that. What does that do? So it just sends, like, a sonar signal down in in the ice, like, in a cone. And then anytime something comes up, it'll tell me, like, where, what depth it's at. And then it, it shows your jig or whatever, so it'll be able to tell you there's something up by your jig. So you're cheating. I'm all right with that. You're cheating. That's like a live cam. They have those too, but they're super expensive. I know, but yeah, <laughs> they're super expensive. Have you seen the new like post about people like the trail cameras that you can live broadcast now? No, you haven't seen that. No, I don't think that's a good idea at all. I mean, we already. What's are... the difference between you know a live photo and a live broadcast? I, I don't know by the because the, I don't know. It's just. In my like, mind, what, what point do we stop with technology? At some point, they're going to get hoverboards soon, and then we're going to have like hover belts and all that. We can climb trees and stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, where where, where would we put the limit? I'm probably not going to live broadcast my trail camera. I mean, I've seen it's not like it's not broadcasting to like Instagram. It's just like it, you could put pull it up, and you could just have you could just see what's going on right now. I don't like know a li- how you that have a would live be feed. legal. How's that? Not, what do you mean? Because you would physically be able to, as you're hunting, set your phone there and then wait and see a deer. There is a huge difference. Like, yeah, when I, when I have my tactic cam, I will get a trail camera picture, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's about 10 to 15 seconds delay depending on what kind of service I have. My Moultrie Mobile Edge is way more delayed. I only get those sent, you know, here or there. To live broadcast, I would literally be able to watch. Okay, yep, the deer just walked by. I set my phone down and get ready. I I, I can almost guarantee that's yeah, not gonna be legal. It doesn't tell the animal to go to your tree. It's gonna do whatever you want. It's gonna do whatever it want. It doesn't matter if it's from point A to point B. So much shit can go wrong. It doesn't matter if that camera I'm not tells you or not. Wrong, but I'm just saying. It, I think it's going to give you a bit of an advantage that I don't necessarily. I need every fucking advantage I can. Totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a $3,000 bow with $500 stabilizers on it. 
Yeah, they make those. It's called a raven. <laughs> yeah. I know. I need to get one of them. No. Um, <laughs> do you have any winter goals? I mean, or, or am I the only one that has multiple seasonal goals? Um, my tr- I got a turkey goal. What's your turkey goal? My turkey goal is to get one with a recurve. Yep. So that's my thing. But I got you as my guide, so... Yeah, my turkey goal is to try and get three three people on a turkey. If I can get three like people to get a turkey on a down. turkey, or just I get one down. Opportunities, we'll count them as opportunities. Yeah, I'd say opportunities because I definitely yeah not, I'm not taking your the fall if they, they if they miss. Yeah. If I call in range and you miss, that's on you. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that that's my goal is to try and get. But that also requires me to. I got to go out and get some more properties for people to turkey hunt. Like I mean, I have a couple now, but. If I were to take three people out multiple times, I'd be blowing a spot up quick. And didn't you get a double last year in public land? Yeah, got tons of public. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's not like I, well, I actually had really good luck on public land with taking Mike and then taking a couple guys from workout. Um, I had luck on public land. It's just uh, their season's so much shorter. Yeah. It's only like a two week long season. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Thank you, by them. You got any goals, Anthony, for turkey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to get one of my really good friends a bird and get the old lady a bird. And, of course, me get something worth mounting to get my last full body mount. And then I'm done with full last. Body. How many body mounts do you have now? Just one, but he's, like, on a limb gobbling. But I want to have, like, a full strut, full fan. Oh, yeah. So what do you consider to be, like, what is it going to take to get that full body? I'm going to say at least... An 11-inch beard. Ooh. I mean, if I'm going to, if it's going to be my last mount, full body mount, I'm going to have, and I'm going to drop the money on it, I want it to be the right bird. Yeah. I've only ever gotten, I've killed two birds that had a combined, that had a beard over 11 inches, but one had three that totaled over 11 inches. So I think it was like a total of 18 inches. And then two years ago, because I didn't get one last year, I shot one that was like, uh, 11 and like 11 and three quarters with inch and a half spurs and that's the biggest single beard time i've gotten that's a big that's a big bird mm-hmm. it's hard to tell when they come in though i mean the difference of i mean you can see if, the, if, it, if it's a turkey with like an eight inch beard as opposed to like a 10 inch beard it's it's not difficult you know but that that those 10 11 inch beard toms it's it's tricky yeah that one that i have mounted now he's 11 and a quarter the other thing is it's hard to pass a turkey. Yeah. I'll be totally honest. I uh, Jakes are easy to pass unless it's the end of season, in which case I'm <laughs> I did it last year. still missed, but <laughs> did it last year. Uh, I'll pass on Jakes, but the problem with passing on turkeys is, like, they'll hang out in front of you for so long, you know, and you, you let a Tom – you let a Tom hang out in front of you that you're only going to get away with so much for so long, and – they're not smart birds, but they're not dumb either. You're going to educate them and spook them a couple of times, and it's going to be a whole heck of a lot harder to hunt them. So, yeah, generally if I see a, a tom with any sort of beard hanging, that's, you know, not that little, I don't know what you call it, uh, Jake, but anything bigger than that, I generally start uh, sending them. I can, I can use the age them by their spurs. You've killed two turkeys. <laughs> I I want to hear somebody say that, but yeah, I just I looked that, that up. The spur one time. wasn't big enough. There's I, no I way. I was trying to Jake last season. Me and the old lady doubled up on Jake. So it was the last day of season. The field we normally hunt flooded. 
It's so crazy how... And it's like two Jakes coming across the field at us very last day. I'm like, boom! Yeah. You know? It is <laughs> crazy to me the difference in, like, the mentality of turkey hunters. And I think it's like this around the country, at least talking to other people. It's like, you don't get a whole lot of shit for shooting a Jake. You know, no one really says a whole lot. But, like, if you shoot a year-and-a-half-year-old buck, you know, everyone kind of has their opinion on him for whitetails. But... Like, I, I mean, and I'm guilty as charged. Like, if I'll, I, if it's coming down to the wire and I'm struggling, I'll smack a Jake quick, you know. But if it's, if it's deer season, it could be the end of December and a six-point walks by, I'm still not going to shoot it. I don't know why that is, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, turkey, it's just like, it's not one of them things like, yeah, I want a big, long beard or nothing, but it's like, how can you get, you can't, like, pattern, I mean, like, in a sense, you can't be like, well, I seen that one with, like, a 15-inch beard, hopefully he's back. I mean, in my eyes, I, I don't know how you make sure it's that one you're calling to every time. I mean, unless you just see. You don't. I mean, I guess I'm sure someone that I bet you is a better turkey there, hunter like, than I am that maybe can say that's the same turkey, but like Phil Cole turkeys are, like, stuff. very habitual, so, I mean, mm. You'll be able to see them regularly, but it, it might be a little bit different to, to call them into you. Um, but I can tell you if, you, if you call in a turkey a couple times and you don't kill it, you're, the next year it's going to be real hard to call in that turkey. It's, they're, they're not, it doesn't take much for them to get call shy. They, they'll get spooked. They're very skittish animals, so they'll get spooked pretty quick. But, yeah, if I can get three people on a bird get a shot at them that would be uh an ideal spring for me so what's your winter goal it's rabbit hunt oh that was your rabbit one yeah so you have a rabbit turkey and a deer one yeah and then habitat management is to get a food yeah. plot to grow out at mike's place there okay sweet so yeah i'll, I'll take a video of me operating a mini backhoe that's oh, gonna God. be to be fun interesting at best what I do for a living, so <laughs> that's, that's not what I do for a living. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty so it's uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> between Shawnee and Brady, I'm sure it'll take me about four seconds before I get kicked out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a good sum it up. I mean, this is this good little mini episode, mini little yeah. little breaker or whatever. Anthony, thanks for joining us for our little. Yeah. Well, five minutes. Well, uh, this uh, was uh, this was actually your episode, so yeah. nice for stopping <laughs> <Good>. by. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a bit of an extended episode yeah. of Anthony uh, coming out after this one. So, all right.